You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Hey, we're doing this thing again, aren't we? Yeah, I'm going to use my best radio voice all day long. That's right, we're going to keep playing the hits, and the hits are basically me chatting about everything that's going on with the side TV, everything that's going on around, up and inside, and east and west, and north and south, and coast to coast, and out and out of space of my life right now. It's the Brandon Bishop Podcast, and you know who's talking to you? Yeah, it's right there in the title of the damn show right there. I'm Brandon Bishop. Hi. Hi, everybody. As you can tell, I'm, uh, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling good. How you feeling? Go ahead. Just talk to your speaker. Talk to your headphones. Talk to your phone or how your computer, your TV, whatever. However you're listening to the Brandon Bishop podcast, just reply. Those around you may think you're freaking nuts, but I won't. Because I can hear every one of you. I can hear your heartbeat. Mm, baby, I can hear your heartbeat. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Well, I'm hoping to make it go a little bit like, a little bit more like this. A thump, 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 thump. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've got a lot of coffee in me today. Can you tell? I'm usually a, a one-cup coffee guy. Green mountain vanilla cream, uh, caramel vanilla cream, whatever it is, that stuff, You that little Keurig cup. I put it in the Keurig. I put it down. I hit a couple buttons. Then it comes out. It fills my cup. I add a little bit of this uh, Starbucks zero sugar caramel macchiato creamer. Oh my God. This stuff is like ice cream. It's like melted ice cream. I won't admit publicly that I drink this stuff straight from the bottle. I just, when I get the sweet tooth and I'm like, oh God, I want to eat cake or something. I'm like, no, 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 no cake. Creamer. <sighs> just take a nice little sip of that and go, mmm, baby, yeah. And that makes my heartbeat go, it puts a big smile on my face. And I'm hoping to do the same for you today because we are two days away from Zombie Jesus Day. Oh my God, it's really here again. I have this weird thing that I do on Christmas Eve at night when I tuck myself in the bed and I know that any minute Santa Claus and his reindeer are going to come firing across the sky like a comet, dropping off presents for all the good boys and girls. <laughs> I just snuggle up and I say his name, Santa. Yeah, he's coming. This is not a lie, by the way. <laughs> this is something I've traditionally done. I figured, why not? I figured maybe it's one of those cosmic things where if I don't say Santa Claus before I go to bed, <laughs> maybe that's the year I'll die or something. And I don't want to die. I got like 25 years left to just hang around and get stuff done and have some fun. There's stuff I haven't seen yet. I want to go to Europe. I want to go back to Asia. I can't die just because I forgot to say Santa. <laughs> it's so stupid it really is but here's the thing i remember when i was a kid I, I couldn't have been four five and i was thoroughly excited about santa claus and i just remember it stretched out oh, santa. 
And for some reason, I liked the way I said it. You ever do that? You're just like, I like the way I said something. So you try to say it again and again, but you can never say it as good or as cool or as fluent as you did that first time. And you're just like, oh, whatever. So for 40 plus years later, <laughs> just, uh, I always say it before on Christmas Eve. I've never forgotten. No matter where I was in my life, no matter what I was doing or who I was with, I always say it. And that's just a secret that you know now. Because <laughs> long after I die, this podcast will live on, right? That's why I'm doing this stuff. You guys think I, I don't have an ego. I, and I know I, no, that's bullshit, okay? It's completely bullshit. I enjoy my own work. I do. I enjoy being in front of a camera, in front of this microphone, doing the YouTube, a TV live show, I, writing books. I enjoy doing that stuff thoroughly and I enjoy my work to the point where it's like I want other people to enjoy it as well now maybe that is like really a lot of ego maybe that is very self-centric but you know who cares I want my work and my existence existence I don't know why I added a t to it but I want to be remembered. I want to leave somewhat of a small little impact on the history of entertainment and just in history and period. You know, I, I, that's all it is, man. When you get to this age, I'm pushing 50, man. I'm pushing five, zero, 50. That's half a century that I've been around, man. And you start realizing that you're not going to be here forever. And you start looking around going, what, what, what? What am I going to leave behind? Then you start looking at all the stuff you have and going, none of this means shit. Like it doesn't mean anything. It's all going to be dust someday. And, and so are you. And so am I. And so is everything that we know and everybody that we know. We're all going to be dust and we're all going to return to the earth. You know, whether the earth, our civilization ends or it thrives in the future, which is not looking so good sometimes. But you start looking around and you're just like, what am I going to leave behind? Stuff? Now, trust me, my kids, you know, Brandon and Charlotte, they're, they're going to get some stuff because I've got stuff. I've got lots of stuff. I've got a museum here of stuff to represent my entire lifetime and like pictures and just souvenirs and road things and whatever. Yeah, they're going to get a lot of stuff when I go. Hopefully they don't kill me so they can get the stuff quicker. I don't think they would. I mean, my son doesn't want any of this stuff. <laughs> to be honest with you, or anything that, to do with anything that I do, basically. And that's a bummer. Hopefully he comes around. But my daughter, my grandson, hell yeah, man. They got a lot of stuff, and they could sell it. I don't care. I'll be dead. There's no conscious after you die. I won't be looking down going, oh, I wish she wouldn't have sold my Bill and Ted action figures. No. <coughs> Sorry, I'm choking. I think I got a cat hair in my throat, and... I snuggle my cat, and I, I, I give her as much attention as I can. I'm going to talk about her later because I'm a little worried about her because she's also very old, and uh, we've had a good run. She's snuggled up by my feet in her little pink bed right now, and it's uh, it's very cute. But, yeah, she's got some things going on right now for the first time in her life, and I'm a little, yeah. Uh, uh. Anyways, 
Happy holidays, everybody. I don't care what religion you are. None of that makes a difference to me. I don't care if you're a man, a woman, or whatever you identify with. I don't care if you're gay, straight, what your culture is. I don't give a sh, and neither should you. I didn't say Jew. I said neither should you, but I'm I'm talking slang, baby. Neither should you. Yeah. <laughs> And just like that, I'm canceled again. I would love to get canceled. Oh, my God. That would be the best. Because right now, I'm kind of a nobody, you know? I'm like a, like, they say things like B-rate celebrities. I'm like in the LMNOP area, and that's fine. It's less stressful, and I still get to have fun. I still get to travel and do the shows and do the, all the stuff. And, you know, instead of millions, I entertain thousands. And that's, that's, I think that's cool. It's like when I was a pro wrestler, I never really wanted to be in the WWE. I just, I did a couple little extra shots and things like that. Just, you know, extra work, blah, blah, blah. And it was fun. But you look around and you just like, this is like, you have to dedicate all of your life to this. Now, me on the independent scene and running my own promotion, I got to do whatever the hell I wanted to do. And I love that. If I go to the WWE, it's like, ooh, I don't get, I have to do exactly what they say. They change your name, they change your face, they give you a whole new thing, and they, you better perform to their levels. And I get that, and that's great, and the money's awesome, but damn, dude. I got to have fun and just say, I'm going to do this and try this and do that and blah, blah, blah. I'd love to be a writer up there, but even that, you have to dedicate your life and you can't have any life outside of it, basically. So, and that that goes with any kind of career. You could be working at Ford's for, you know, 40, 50 hours a week and that's your life. You better show up. You better punch in. You better stay there until it's time to punch out and you better get the job done. And you can't just go out and say, I want to take two weeks off whenever you want. You have to clear that shit. You know, just like when I was in the military, there was no freedom. No. They shave your head. They get you into shape. And then they teach you a trade that they pick for you. And then you better do it. And then they pay you pennies every day. At least one. I remember my first paycheck in the military. It took like, I remember I was in basic training and it took like a few weeks. Like it took a long, like longer than I thought it would take. There was no signing bonuses back in the nineties. Okay. In the mid nineties, I joined in 95 and I was in the army and I remember I was outside of the gym at Fort Knox, one of the gyms that they had there by the basic trainees. And I was just walking around and I, uh, I, I, I think they handed, I think I got a check. Like in an envelope. Yeah, because I was just thinking like, no, I didn't see it on my phone. I didn't have a phone back then. I don't think many people had cell phones back then. And if they did, you couldn't check your bank balance on it. That'd be crazy. But no, I think they handed me a check. And I remember at that point, it was, I was in for like a month. I think you had to do two weeks. And then like they wanted to be two weeks ahead or something. I don't remember it entirely. But I remember thinking like, damn, I've been doing this for a month and you didn't need money. They fed you three squares a day, you know, and uh, you were living in the barracks and all this stuff and you didn't have a car and it's, uh, hang on, I cracked my knuckles. Oh yeah. Oh ooh, yeah. Anyway, it, you know, you're, you're living in the beauty of military life, but you're a soldier, you're taken care of, you got all your clothes and meals and everything. So I remember just cracking open this check and I'm thinking, 
okay, well, this is going to be like big, the biggest check I've ever gotten. No. <laughs> and keep in mind, this is 95, but it was like $300. And of course they take away like housing. They took away taxes. Of course they take away uh, your clothing and all, you know, everything that, that you paid for that stuff. Every meal, they, it all came out of your check, which is a, you know, a little mis, mis, uh, misunderstood when you join it. You start thinking like, hey, uh, you know, it's weird. You hear that little buzzing noise? Every time I get like a message or anything, um, <laughs> Leah from uh, Sparkle Nation on a side TV is excited about Casa Bonita opening up. Let's, that's the message I just got. But anyways, you hear this like little noise in the background. Like, how is my interface or even is it the the router? I mean, why is it my phone getting a message interfering with, you know, I'm, I'm, my phone's like way over here now. It's like it's within arm's reach, but I just don't understand how the static happens. And, the, and, and it makes no sense to me. It's annoying because I hear in the middle of a sentence and I'm like, then I have to go check my phone because I, I know I got a message anyway. Um, yeah, I, I didn't get paid dick in the army and that was like the entire time I was there. I think the most I've gotten for a two week check was when I was a sergeant, like the first couple weeks I was a sergeant and, uh, just got my E five and I was like, uh, you know, I thought this paycheck thing was, and I was living off post, so I didn't have to pay, you know, you got, you get paid extra when you live off post and you're not eating their food and using their barracks and all that stuff. So you got paid extra. And I think I was married. Yeah, I was married at that point. Um, unfortunately that was a mistake. Um, yeah. And it was like, you know, I, I'm looking at my check and it was like for two weeks, I think it was like 1200 bucks. Now, you worked a lot. You know, sometimes you'd work two weeks straight, no time off, like day to night. You know, there's a lot of 24-hour shifts and things like that. And I'm not complaining about that. That's what I signed up for. That's the job. But I really thought when I got that sergeant after, you know, years and years and years in the, in the Army, I was like, damn, I'm finally going to get paid for this crap, right? No. I'm hoping it's better now. I really am. I'm, I'm really hoping it's better now. I know... Uh, like disability and all that stuff is getting raised, you know, hundreds of dollars. And that's great for everyone who gets it. And, but I'm hoping the actual paychecks are like really good. I, I don't, I don't even know what they are. If anybody knows what it is, uh, I don't know. Look me up on Facebook. Tell me what it is. I'm sure I could look it up later. Anyways, it is two days before Christmas. And right now is the coldest. I'm in Colorado and it is one of the coldest days in recorded history. Where's my phone again? It's going to go tick, 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 tick. It's going to drive me crazy. Oh, actually, it's warm out right now. It's, uh, oh, it's going to be negative 12 degrees today. But currently, it's 10 degrees. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that's weird. Cause I was told, like with the wind chill factor and all that stuff, it was supposed to be like almost 50 below. But with the wind chill factor, it's only two below. So, Cool. Yesterday was 26 below, and um, that's some cold shit, but thankfully none of the power went out. I feel bad for anybody who is dealing with those kind of issues and everything like that. I, you know, I feel bad for 
everybody that really, you know, when, when, when crazy weather happens, whether it's a flood or an earthquake or whatever, a tornado or an, an extreme deep freezer like we're going through right now in Colorado, I, I'm, I always feel bad for, you know, dogs and cats and squirrels and humans and in that order. Uh, but there's really nothing you can do about it. It's, you know, you see a lot of people like, you know, blooding your animals and all that stuff. And, you know, it, this planet, and here I'm going to get philosophical with you. You ready? This planet can shrug us off and, and shake us off like a bad case of dandruff anytime it wants to. And it seems lately that it really, really wants to. There's, there's not, you know... <laughs> There is a reason why these things keep happening, why we have more hurricanes than ever, why the sea levels are rising, why temperatures that used to be in one place are now in other places and replaced with, you know, shittier temperatures, why diseases are coming up, why it's, you know, 26 below in Colorado. There, there's, there's reasons for these things that are happening. And I'm not saying you know what they are. I'm just you know, earthquakes. I'm, I'm sorry, volcanoes and things like that put more pollution in the atmosphere than anything, but we really, really, really help. Okay. <laughs> we polluted and, and, I'm, and I'm not one of those like hipster. Look at me, please pay attention to me because I'm attached to an, a cause. We're going to save the planet. And I'm not one of those people, but I'm embarrassed to be a human. And I've done my part. Every time I throw something in the trash and put it in the bag and then stick that in the dumpster, it's out of my sight and out of my mind, right? No, it, it doesn't just disappear. It goes to a trash place and then it goes into a mountain of trash. And it just, they don't recycle like you think they recycle. Even if you do the recycling things, it's not what you think is happening. It doesn't just go, oh, it's magically into a new resource. No, no, it's not, man. You should all be embarrassed to be freaking humans. I am totally embarrassed when I look at the how we've polluted the oceans, just the oceans alone. There are a it's like a its own continent of trash. If you took all the trash in the ocean somehow and put it all together in one spot, it would be the size of freaking what what did they say Texas? Like it would be huge. And that is embarrassing. If you look at the quality of air in some cities, Mexico City, Tokyo, anywhere in China, industrial areas, um, Los Angeles, New York. If you really take the quality of air from, take a sample from before humans and then take one now, that's embarrassing. Oh, it's embarrassing. Drive through Los Angeles, San Bernardino, these areas. I've done it many times. And you look to the left and you look to the right and you look in front of you and all you see is trash. Even on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, the most expensive, ritzy, pompous, asshole place on the planet that should be shining streets of gold. But no, no, it's homeless people shitting on the streets, not making this up. I've seen it. 
seen a man right outside of Rodeo Drive taking a shit on the streets in a park. Uh, it's so embarrassing. Go to India with one of those little like claws on a on a stick things where you can pick up trash and put it in a bag. You would spend the next million years picking up trash. And then by the time you picked up all that trash, there would be more trash. It's embarrassing. It is, man. It's just, we've even polluted outer space. (laughs) Ow! Literally, there are things in outer space flying at high velocities around the planet. Like, you know, some planets have rings around them, which are like from, you know, exploded planets or whatever, exploded moons that, you know, all the rocks and everything. And that's one thing that's, you know, that happens. That's nature. That's the universe. That's doing its thing, right? Nothing to be embarrassed about. Earth? <laughs> they said, like, in a couple hundred years, if we keep this shit up and it's going to get worse and worse and worse as we're exploring the, the universe now. They said in about 200 years, we will have a ring around our planet. But it won't be like from a moon. It won't be from like asteroids or anything like that that just get caught in our gravitational pull. No, it's trash. Thank God I'll be dead and gone and in the void, the blissful void by then. (laughs) Young people, I don't know how many young people listen to this. We actually had really good numbers last week, so hopefully we have a couple youngsters. Youngsters? God, am I that old to say youngsters? Hey, youngsters! Please just figure this shit out. I'm sorry. I am. I apologize for my part in all this. Everyone my age and way older should. Because everybody my age and older are the ones who completely, completely cornholed this planet And it's sad. And again, so embarrassing. But I don't know what to do, do you? I mean, we could just kill all our technologies, get rid of our cars. (laughs) No, we can't do that. Turn our heaters and air conditioners off. Throw away everything that's not recyclable. We could learn how to recycle ourselves, have like little recycling plants in every one of our houses. That would be cool. Why don't we do that now? Why aren't we, why aren't all of our driveways and roofs covered in solar technology? They got those solar panels that you can make like a basketball court or, you know, like they got pictures and stuff on and they're heated so you can have a warm driveway and, you know, it. Why, why don't we have all that now? Why isn't that a thing? We wouldn't even need... Uh, we wouldn't even... Oh, I dropped my phone. Sorry. Now I have to buy a new one. I already got enough of these damn things. I, uh, but seriously, that like solar technology, we wouldn't even need power plants after a while if every house had a solar driveway and a roof. Right? And we're so far behind where we should be as far as uh, electric cars and things like that. I mean, we should be like 100% electric cars easily by now. I mean, 
even Back to the Future predicted that, you know, we'd have all that stuff by some point faster than now. Oh, dude. Anyway, so yeah, I'm embarrassed to be human. So should you. We should all be embarrassed to be humans because we've trashed this place. We've trashed it. I could go out, I bet you any money, I can go out just in the parking lot of where I'm at right now and pick up trash and fill probably two 30-gallon trash bags just in my little third of an acre parking lot here. That sucks. Do better, people. Don't throw your shit on the ground. Now, now, now there is an argument when you see pavement and businesses and sidewalks. That's, that's not nature. Of course, that's not nature. There is an argument that that is a pollution. I mean, we've paved, what, a quarter of this country? Maybe less than that. There's a lot of open space. When you drive around the West, you see how much open space there is. But a good portion, a good percentage of this country alone has been paved over with sidewalks and highways and streets and avenues and everything. Buildings, of course. That heats up the world, too, you know? I mean, that reflecting back into the atmosphere, the the hot pavement. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, man. I just know that uh, humans suck, and we're going to kill this planet. And I'd say in 100 years, 200 years, maybe sooner, maybe 50 years, uh, all these luxuries and all these comforts that we had are going to come to an end. And I think we'll be right back to caveman status. A little smarter, but not much. (laughs) Anyways, it's cold outside. And I'm getting text message after text message after text. Guys, I'm trying to, you know. Anyways, oh, I put out. um, I've been writing a lot of books. I've had some trouble with every and maybe I'm the common denominator here, uh, but I've had trouble with everybody who's ever published a book for me. And I've tried, damn it, <laughs> tried to be nice. The Billy Fred Whopper Goggles book that I wrote with my son is still on Amazon. You could still buy it. Uh, that place that published that book as much as I liked in past tense, um, as much as I liked the people that did it, and I was grateful that they gave us a sh- an opportunity, they did nothing that they were supposed to do uh, that we had talked about. Getting our books uh, in the stores, you know, the Barnes and Nobles, the Books a Million, the uh, Target, things like that. That was all like a done deal. Oh, yeah, we're going to get this done. We're going to get this book. We love it. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to pitch it to movie companies. We're going to do all this stuff. None of that shit happened. Okay? None of it. So I went a different route, almost basically going through a different company with a self-published, basically it's a self-published deal. Um, you know, throw a couple hundred bucks at this person and they were, they were supposed to do my, uh, the, me and my son's next book, which was uh, Chicken Snake and Chupacabra Cow. And then uh, everything was going good. It was on Amazon. I'm cool with that. Just put it on Amazon, whatever, let people buy it. It's a good book. It's a lot of fun. And then I, you know, I've mentioned this before. I, I buy a copy, which I'm looking at right now on my shelf. It's just a piece of art at this point because the last three chapters were missing. That was in June, people. Okay? June. 
You got this copy out that screwed up. You got it out though. It looks great. It's there. It was available. It was, you know, you could do an ebook, a Kindle, whatever it is. You could buy the book. They would send it to your house like they did for me. I looked at it. It screwed up, whatever. Okay, cool. Can you put this back, add the three chapters, and then, you know, let's do it again. It's been since June. June. It's December 23rd right now, December 23rd, and June. That's six effing months to add three little chapters, which has been done, and now they're having format issues. Why are you having format issues? I'm looking at the book. All you had to do was add some words to the end of it. Three chapters of words. There's no, that's bullshit, okay? I'm pissed about this. My son and I worked hard on this book. Mike Maley did a great cover for it. You know, it's a cow and a chicken with a snake tail. It's awesome. I want to promote this damn thing. I want to show people, you know, what we did and share it with all of you. You could buy it on Amazon, whatever, and I can't. I'm sitting on my thumb, and I can't pull it out of my ass. You know what I mean? It's because it's not me. It's not up to me. I trusted somebody who I you know, try to make friends with just to make the whole process easier. And I, I, damn it, dude, when someone does good work for me, I tip the hell out of them. I make a bonus for them. I do whatever I can. I give them a piece of the book. I, whatever it is, it's not about a money-making thing with me. I just wanted to have these books. I want a shelf, as authors say. I want a shelf of books. And I've got other ones that are ready to go. It just drives me freaking nuts, dude, that I can't trust anyone to do what the hell they say they're going to do. It drives me freaking nuts. And I'm a nice person by nature. I really am, and it takes so much to get me to this point where I'm just looking at this damn book going, dude, do your freaking job. So the other book that this person was supposed to publish is called Go There, Eat That, Road Stories and Recommendations. Format Troubles. I sent it to you in April. Probably, no, actually, was it March? Yeah, March. I sent you that book. We'll have it out soon. That's almost an entire year. My thumb is starting to hurt my anus because I'm sitting on it for so long and I'm done with that person. I will never, I, 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 I want him to finish this chicken snake chupacabra because look, I have the copy right here. All they have to do is fix the damn thing. Let me look. Let me see. Maybe, maybe by some freaking miracle, the uh, book is up and running now. How do you spell chicken? Oh, chicken snake and chupacabra cow. There it is. And... Nope. Only available on Kindle. And I bet you any money, the, the version available on Kindle, I guarantee you, is, uh, oh, look, I got a three-star rating on it now because of your screw-up. Thanks a lot, dude. These people, they probably bought the damn book, and it's missing three freaking chapters. I would give it a one-star. 
God, this shit pisses me off. And it's not and it's not my fault. If it was my fault, I would blame myself. You know me that way. I blame myself for most things, even things that aren't my fault at times. I go, okay, well, I'm still like the Super Ultra Megacon. Totally my fault that it did not succeed like I wanted it to succeed. Totally my fault. But there was a lot of other people that really shit all over it. This... I did everything I paid. I did everything that I was supposed to do and they screwed it up time and time and time again. Then probably put it on a damn back burner because you already got your damn money, right? It's not that much money, but you already got it. Now I'm asking for a refund from the go there, eat that book because I'm not sitting here waiting another damn year. And I put that book on asytv.com, asytv.com. If you go to the Go There, Eat That page, you can just download it. It's free with your price of subscription. Just click on it, download it, print it off, whatever you want to do. Read it online. I don't care. It's out there. I just wanted it out there. Now, I would love a physical copy of it to put on that shelf as my third book. But I don't know if that's ever going to happen because I can't trust anyone to do whatever the hell they're supposed to do. Do your job. Do what you say you're going to do. How effing hard is that? And if you can't do it, then don't say you're going to do it because that makes you an asshole. And again, these people are nice. I like these people personally, but you're an asshole at your job. You suck at it. Think about that. Don't be offended. Don't be, don't play the victim. No, you suck at your job. You need to go into your bathroom, look into your little mirror, you know, hey, how you doing? Maybe clear off the little toothpaste, you know, toothpaste splashes and stuff. Have a nice crystal view of your own face. Look yourself in the eye and go, I suck at my job and I need to do better. Because you're pissing people off like me. And I'm not the kind of person you want to piss off because I will Freaking go out there and say, hey, never use this guy. Never do this. One star, blah, 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 blah. Because I don't want other people to get screwed over like I've been screwed over for a freaking year now. Sick of it, sick of it, sick of it. You want to walk all over me, you're going to have shit on your shoes. Okay? Yeah, I just called myself a piece of shit, I guess. But it's whatever. I can be a massive, angry, vindictive piece of shit. And I don't want to be. I want to be positive. I just want to look at my book back in June and say, hey, look at this. I got a book. This is cool. Everybody buy it because it's fun. I wanted to advertise by now. I wanted people to have it by Christmas. I wanted to have all of these things done and without drama, but no. And why? No. Go to the mirror and ask yourself that question. And if you don't come up with an answer, ask me again and I'll tell you because you suck at your job. So right now I'm talking to Amazon directly. If I can't trust Amazon's book publishing company uh, uh, directly, it's a little more expensive, but I don't care. I don't care. So hopefully this guy gives me a refund and quickly. He said after the holidays. Okay, fine. <laughs> cool. I'll wait till after the holidays. It's just a few days away. If I have to wait a month then I got to do legal stuff and I don't want to. Okay. I just don't want to send the freaking refund. I don't know if he listens to this and I don't care. Uh, if you've got a problem with me, take it up with me like a freaking man. That's all I got to say. Like a grown up. You're not the victim. Okay. Me talking about you like this is something I didn't want to do. Something I never want to do with anybody. It's something that I have to do because you're screwing me over and you're shit at your job. And 
I'm sitting here with my thumb in my ass and I don't like it. Okay. It's not a good feeling. I don't like things in my ass. Okay. But you can go to asytv.com, subscribe to TV. It's $5 a month. You get hundreds of hours of all original uh, television programming, household names, homegrown talents. It's all docu-series. It's all stories. You'll love TV. trust me. And, and we have a ton of stuff. And that's another thing, by the way, my TV life, uh, not, not the YouTube show, but the actual TV network is also being bastardized and held hostage I by somebody I respect and, dare I say, call a very good friend, my developer. I can't even get in touch with him. Watch, I'll call him right now. Everybody has their phone on, right? Look at this. I've texted him. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. 26 times without a reply since November 23rd. That's my business partner, people. It's great. And I'm sick of it to the point where I I normally wouldn't call people out. And that guy's been on this radio show. He's been on, you know... We had so many concrete plans, and I've done everything on my end that I was asked to do. Everything that I needed to do on my end is done. I'm traveling the world freaking filming TV shows with awesome people. I have a ton of content for the last seven, eight months that has not been released. We were supposed to upgrade this whole network to this brand new platform is all these shiny, beautiful, glittery promises and everything. And I'm excited. It was supposed to happen in June as well. June 15th was our big launch date. Are you sure we'll have it by June? Yeah, we'll have it before then. We'll have time to test out all the bugs. Cool. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Do I have to read every freaking damn thing I asked him? Are you sure? I don't want to. Are you sure? And the answer is capital Y, capital E, capital S, exclamation point. Did it get done? Capital N, capital O, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Why? Is there, am I cursed? Is that what it is? Is it the fact that I'm not a multimillionaire and I can just throw money at everything and get things done that way? Is it because I trust people? Is it because I want to be on a team with somebody? Because I want to make enough money to where we can both be on a freaking island high-fiving and, you know, in, in five years? I don't deserve this shit. I work my ass off. Just to, I, I work my ass off to, to, and I go at 100 miles an hour. And every time I get up to speed, I run into a fucking brick wall because I trust people. I'm, I'm almost there where I just can't. So where are you, Mike? Huh? Do I, <laughs> do I just say F it at this point? And just put, start putting everything on YouTube. Why wouldn't I at this point? Why wouldn't I? 
My YouTube page is monetized. I just put up the uh, first ever episode of Stuffed with Renee Paquette. It's on YouTube, and it premieres on the 27th of December. Go there. Check it out. It's a great episode. She's amazing. I don't want it on YouTube. I wanted it to be one of the, the pillars of our big release. There's so many. There's like 50 things that have not been released on Asai TV right now. Asai TV's been stagnant. I can't even watch it in my own living room. The channel doesn't load. It, it loads in other people's living room. I can't even access the back end to upload things onto it because his system is shit right now. It's a big joke, isn't it? I can't get a book published. I can't even upload a goddamn show anymore. I'm pissed off, dude. I am pissed. If I just do it all on YouTube, guess what? I can... <laughs> it, it's all done for me. Yes, I got to deal with YouTube copyright stuff and all this garbage, but there's certain things I won't be able to upload, like you know the Stephen Piercy stuff, because I have to get copyright strikes from all the rat material and whatever, but... What do I got to do? What do I got to do to get people to do their damn job and to live up to what they say they're going to do? If there's an issue, at least tell me what the issue is. I understand. I can accept the word no. I'm a big boy. I can accept the, the, I can accept anybody saying, you know, hey, this is going to take more time and more money and all that stuff. And I don't know, you know, maybe we're a little lost. We're behind. I can accept all of that stuff. What I cannot accept is a lack of communication. If you don't know how to communicate and you're in any kind of business, whether you're taking orders at freaking Wendy's at the front counter or you're running a television developing thing or you're publishing books, whatever it is, if you cannot communicate, get out of doing business. Quit. Done. You suck. Get out of it. It's not for you. And I mean that. You're done. If you cannot communicate with everybody, whether it's your biggest client or just somebody you're making a couple bucks off of, if you cannot communicate, answer questions, give updates, provide a status. I've been waiting for a year to upgrade a TV. We are six months behind our relaunch date. Why? Is it my fault? No. I will tell you right now, it's my fault. The only fault that I'll accept is that I've trusted people. And that's just going to stop happening. I am turning into, in my head, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing this right now. I can feel me morphing into the biggest asshole business guy in the planet. And I never wanted to be that way. I always strived to not be that asshole, self-centered, brutal, dictator-style business person. I don't want to be that. But you're turning me into that. And I know that usually comes when you have millions of dollars behind you, and I don't, okay? So I'm kind of stuck in this little situation where I'm just, I'm forced to trust people, and I'm forced to hope, hope, that they honor their word and do what they say they're going to do. And you know what? Lately, nobody has. If you, and I've said this on previous episodes, if you don't respect me enough to respond to my communications, 
which are only made when necessary, then I don't respect you either and we should not work together. That's just how it is, man. If you don't respect me, then I automatically lose respect for you. I don't care if it's somebody I'm filming with. I don't care if it's Stephen Piercy, who's basically treated me like shit. After I've spent thousands of dollars driving and thousands of, you know, miles and just hours and hours and hours of editing and all this stuff for nothing, for nothing. I want to talk about that probably next week. I don't feel like it right now. Everything's being way negative for the holidays. (laughs) I want to have a little positivity. Okay, what do we got on this list? I did make some notes. Oh, I meant this is not the right page. What is this? <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. Um, this is bad. Okay, I've completely lost. Uh, I've completely lost my notes. And it sucks because I have hundreds of these uh, books of paper. You know, what are they called? Little, And I, and I wrote it down in here. Some, here we go. Okay. I totally lost it there. Currently, I'm in the middle of uh, filming the Asai TV Life on YouTube. Uh, We do shows, and we release shows every Monday and Friday. I don't even know what's releasing right now. I think my time in Detroit is releasing right now. Currently, I'm filming Five Days of Adventure in Colorado Springs, which is on hold because of the cold, and that sucks because I was having fun with it. I went to the Manitou Cliff Dwellings. I've never been there. I'm basically trying to find things in Colorado Springs that I've never done you know, adventure things, uh, sights and sounds and food and stuff like that. So it's, you know, things that I've never done. And I, I, I'm looking around going, I, I either have done everything or there's just not that much fun shit to do in Colorado Springs. Like I said, I found the Manitou cliff dwellings. I've never been there before. That was cool. Went to the Olympic and Paralympic museum. That was okay. I don't really care about the Olympics, so it wasn't like a life changer for me by any means. Uh, We went to the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo, where I've been before, but not in like 10 years. Uh, So check that out. Uh, Cheyenne Mountain Zoo's awesome. Uh, There was a mining museum I went to. There's been all kinds of different food and things like that, but I'm only on day three, and um, I'm hoping. The weather's supposed to be like 60, like next week. That's crazy because it's so cold right now. Anyways, that's when I'll pick that back up. And if you don't know what the Asai TV life is, it's all the behind the scenes stuff. It's van life stuff when I'm on tour. It's it's a blast, man. It's my whole life. And uh, every Monday and Friday, like I said, on YouTube, it's free. Just go there, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and uh, you'll be notified when those episodes pop up. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. It's really uh, forces me to get out and do stuff. I highly recommend you do this. You could just film with your phone or, or a camera if you have one, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Just go out and do stuff and film things. It really motivates you to live your life. I hate days when I'm stuck here like today because it's so damn cold. I, I, I have cabin fever like crazy. I, I, I hate these days where I just... I mean, granted, I get you know the podcast done, I get editing done, I get all kinds of stuff done. I'm never without a list of things to do. But when I'm filming this show, especially when I'm on the road, 
you just hit all those in-between cities and things like Casey, Illinois, which I never knew about, the Amana colonies, which I never knew about. Uh, there's so many things. And then you get to film all the things you do know about. And uh, just, man, watch the show, The Asai TV Life on YouTube. It's on the ASY TV, the Asai TV YouTube page. You'll see the logo. And uh, check it out because it's. Uh, I'm hoping it motivates you to do something as well. And, and here's the thing. I don't do this for likes and subscribes. I really don't. I want you to enjoy it. I, I want it to motivate you to do things. I want you to do your own YouTube show. Let me know what the link is. I'll subscribe. I, I'll give you advice if you need it. I'm still learning myself. But I. Um, it's really a time capsule. It's a scrapbook that I'll always have as as far as, as long as YouTube's around and, um, I I have the files as well. So I'll always have these things for when I'm old and gray and can't move around and do the things that I'm doing currently, it's going to happen. Like I said, we got 25, I've got 25 years left to live. If I'm lucky, maybe a little more, possibly less, but you know, when I get up there and like I said, I can't travel it, I'll have these and I'll be like, Oh, I remember that. And it's there for my kids. They can watch it and go, Oh, look at my dad. He did all these things. And it's, it's really just, it's from, it's, it's a scrapbook. It's an autobiography of this wonderful, wonderful period of my life. I wish I would have been doing this for my entire life. And I kind of had been, there was no YouTube, you know, I, I have all my army stuff on VHS tapes. You know, it's like, uh, I got to get it off of that shit. It's just getting older and older. I got a lot of my old band stuff, a lot of my old uh, wrestling stuff, like from decades and decades and decades of just, Filming and filming and filming. I've always had a camera in my hand. And I'm so proud of that because I have my whole life. I don't think anyone's going to make a movie about me. If they do, thanks in advance. But I already have the movie made. It's just sitting in plastic tubs on plastic VHS tapes that I need to turn into digital. Hoping I can do that. Anyway, it's a, it's a lot of fun. The Asai TV Life on the Asai TV YouTube page every Monday and Friday. Subscribe if you want to. Like the videos if you like them. Hit the notification bell if you really like them and you want to see more. And uh, do your own, man. Get on YouTube. It's free for the most part. And it, it's not about making money. Yes, I make a little bit of money every month from YouTube, and that's great. But it's really not about that. It's just having it. Just And, and when you realize, and I'm about two months ahead right now, but when you realize you have to release an episode every Monday and Friday, it really motivates you to do some stuff, travel and adventure. And just even if it's you do five minute episodes, mine are usually like 30 minutes to an hour because I just do a lot of stuff and I film a lot. But, you know, just even if it's five minute videos once a month, why wouldn't you document your life, man? Because once you go away, man, that's all you're going to have to remember you. Your voice, your face, your experiences, your adventures. I'm so happy I did this. Started a, you know, a little over a year ago when I got the van. I'm, I'm really proud of it. I really am. I watch those old episodes and I cringe because the it's not as good as the new ones, but that's just how everything is. I, I watch old Asai TV shows and I'm like, oh, oh, and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> But I, I really enjoy doing that show. And I'm not going to lie. If, if a 10 million people watched every episode, I'd be like, sweet, there's my living. You know, I can just cancel everything else. I'll just publish my own damn books and, you know, hire a, 
publish a developer for a side TV that actually does the job. Hell yeah, man. (laughs) But that's not the case at the moment. So I'm living, uh, you know, I'm not living month to month by any means. I got a little savings going on, but you know, I'm doing okay, but it's, I'm, I'm not a rich man. Everyone thinks I am because I do all this stuff and I travel and I own a television network and no, no people. I do that because I'm smart and I figure out how to do it. Apparently, I'm not smart enough because it's just not getting done recently. But anyways, back to the uh, positivity stuff. I've already talked about the current state of Asai TV. It's in shambles, and I hate it. Five days of adventure. I, Colorado Springs is boring. and I, I, It's beautiful, but it's boring. So I'm really digging deep for when the weather clears up and I can get back out. Because uh, i got to find two more days. I already talked about how cold it is. I already talked about the holidays. I'm alone on holidays, like mainly every year. My son has a big family here in town on his mom's side, so I don't ever step in front of that. We've always had our own holiday. We called it Santa Claus Day. Um, so, But he's, you know, in high school, he's too cool for school now, too cool for dad. So I haven't seen him uh, since the Super Ultra Megacon, and it's a bummer. Um, I barely hear from him. He's a teenager, and uh, I remember being a teenager, and I was an asshole too, so... Here's the thing, though, kid, and all kids who, you know, are too busy to return a text to someone that you say you love, uh, guess what? They're going to get old and die. And you're going to be like, why didn't I? (sighs) We all do it. I've done it. Everyone's done it. You need to take into consideration that right now is really good and you should... (laughs) Really tell everybody, and that goes for everybody. doesn't matter what age you are. Even if you're mad at them, even if you're pissed at them, even if they've done you wrong, tell people you love them. Go see them. A simple text can go so far. You know that? Maybe you don't, but you should. <sighs> Scratching things off. Um, I talked about my cat. I think she has, I'm going to take her to the vet this week, Marcy J. Cat. She's a bigger celebrity than I ever will be. Um, she's 18, going on 90, I think. Um, that's really old for a cat. It's really old for anything, an animal of any sort. I, um, I love this cat to death. I've had her for 18 years. And she's been like kind of drooly lately and kind of like smacking her lips a lot, which with my audio sensory thing drives me freaking crazy. So I kind of have to remove her from the situation when she starts doing this and drooling every, I, it's, it's not terrible, but it, you could see it's, I think she's got this dental disorder that uh, a lot of like 85% of cats get, especially when they're older and she's losing a lot of weight. She's not eating a lot. And, um, I joke around about saying how I can't live my life until my cat dies, but uh, that's totally a joke. I will get an apartment. You know, I will. I have this apartment because of my cat. Otherwise, I'd be on the road full time. Um, you know, the cat and the kid, of course. I love this cat, and I'm looking at her right now. Yeah, okay. She's been snoozed. She sleeps so much now. Um, but she moved. <laughs> that's good. Hey, kitty. Um, she still plays, you know. She still snuggles like a kitten. She's... She's my longest constant. She's older than my my son. You know, she's been with me through the worst possible times and the best. 
I don't know, I love this cat, you know, and it's it's funny how you can get emotionally attached to an animal, and she's definitely emotionally attached to me. It's, it's it, you know, I just, I definitely don't want to see anything happen to her, but I'm, you know, very realistic, and it's going to suck. It's going to suck so bad, and I just, she's never had anything wrong with her, ever, like literally, not one thing wrong with her her entire freaking life. Uh, the only issues, I mean, I got her fronts declawed before I realized that was not a nice thing to do. Um, she's been neutered, you know, spayed, whatever you call it for female cats. I'm just, you know, but she's never had been sick. She's never had anything that she's let on at least. But lately it's just, I see a different, I see a little bit of a different personality, a little bit. She seems like she's dealing with something and I'm, you know, we'll go get it checked out and I'll let you, I'll talk about it next time or next week, whatever. It just sucks because, uh, you know, 18 years, man, what a run. I'd like to, you know, have more. I don't think she wants to live in a van with me. So, I'll, you know, I'll, when I move to Michigan in the summertime or spring, whenever I do, whenever it's time, um, if she's still with me, then I have to get a place. I have to get a house or an apartment or something. I just have to. I can't. Not, I can't, I can't keep her in the van with me. I don't want a cat box in the van. And here's the thing. She's my last pet. I mean, unless I start dating somebody, marry somebody, who, who knows? I don't, I don't plan on ever doing that. But that has a dog or a cat, then fine. That's theirs, and I'll be nice to it and, you know, treat it like my own. But I'm not going to base my life around it like I do with this one. Um, I, I will never be like, oh, look at this. There's a kitten on the side of the road like I did with her 18 years ago. And keep it, you know, I would never, I'm never buying a dog. I'm never, not even goldfish or anything. I don't, I don't want any more things relying on me. Okay. I don't want to spend money on food and stuff. And I just, I, I'm selfish and I have to be selfish. I'm a business person and I need to survive and thrive. And I just don't want to, oh, I can't go on the road this week cause I got a dog. And then no, that's not a thing anymore. I don't want to live in a van with a dog or a cat or anything, or even another person. I just want to enjoy my last 25 years stress-free without so many things relying on me. My son's growing up and barely relies on me for anything. My daughter's grown up. She's got her own life and her own kid. And, you know, I'll always be there for them, of course, uh, until I die. But they don't need, need, need me and uh, I wish they did. Trust me. <laughs> it's a good feeling. You know, I, I on, on the YouTube, I, I can't erase this stuff because I don't want to because it's been there for 11 years. But there's like all these old videos of my son and just doing weird stuff. We used to do these little short videos and he's so damn cute and he was laughing and just we had so much fun. We were so close. And I, I watch them all the time and usually end up in tears, to be honest with you, um, because I miss that. I, I miss being, you know, somebody's hero and their, their idol and all that stuff. And all dads that are, that are really in, you know, being dads like me, and I'm addicted to being a dad. And when that gets yanked away from you, I mean, I'm still a dad, but it's, it's just different. You know, I'm, I'm kind of just here now. It's like, oh, I'll go see him when I want to. I miss 
pulling up to his mom's house and seeing him looking out the window, waiting for me, jumping up and down from excitement and running out the door and big hugs and <laughs> damn, I miss that shit, dude. I miss that so much. I can't even, <sighs> I miss carrying him around his little car seat, you know, this ah, it sucks. It's just different. I mean, there's, there's no love lost. It's just, And and it's almost, you know, his mom and his stepdad, they're awesome. He has a huge family here, and I'm just kind of the odd man out. The only reason, again, I'm in Colorado whatsoever is for this kid. And uh, it's been almost 16 years now. So it's time for me to move on. And I'm going to fly him up whenever I can, whenever he wants to. Um, I'll be through town all the time. Probably every other month I'll be in Colorado to film and do stuff with Hellscream and uh, Kilroy's, of course, and there's a the van place in town, Dragon Man's we've talked about. There's a lot of reasons to come to Colorado Springs, so I'll be here all the time, but things evolve, man. Things change, and as much as it hurts, we're all still alive. We can all call each other and see each other, and I'm not big on holidays. I'm really not. We've always made up our own holidays, my son and I. We had Bunny Rabbit Day. We had Marcy Cat Day for her birthday. We had our birthday week. We have Santa Claus Day. We just kind of make up our own stuff. Halloween is Halloween, of course, because that's the best. But I miss those, man. I I do. It's holiday season, like right now. There's no tree in this house. I've never had a Christmas tree because why? And it's just me and Marcy cat. My cat doesn't give a shit about Christmas. I don't want to pull tinsel out of her butthole. Okay. It's, oh man. Um, I miss that too, though. I do. I miss being a kid. And I mean, if I had a family and they wanted to do that, hell yeah, I would go crazy on it. I would be Clark freaking Griswold with Christmas every year. If I had a reason to be same with having a house, I don't have a reason to have a big house. I've had that before and I had empty bedrooms everywhere. And I'm, you know, I, for me and my son and my cat, like what, there was no reason to have a five bedroom house with a huge basement that looked like another house. You know, I was like, what am I doing? I'm just wasting thousands and thousands of dollars a month. I have evolved into a minimalist. I living in a, a minivan, like for two weeks out of every month has really taught me what I need and what I don't need. And I don't eat shit. I need food and water, (laughs) a place to poop and a place to shower, brush my teeth. And I need adventure. That is what I need right now. So I'm not leaving my son behind. Like I said, I'll be here all the time and I'll fly him up to Michigan and probably see him more doing that than I do now. (laughs) One, One or two days a freaking month is like, it just makes me look around and go, why am I here? Anyway. Enough about that shit. I am planning on moving back to Michigan to be closer to my mom and to be closer to my daughter and my grandson. My daughter and my grandson deserve a uh, relationship with me, and I deserve a relationship with them. We were tricked and bullshitted out of 20-plus years together, and uh, my daughter and I. um, And I can't change that, so I'm not going to dwell on it. I could be really pissed. I could be really hurt. I could be really uh, vindictive about that, but I'm not going to be. What does that do? No more negativity, man. No more fucking negativity. (laughs) So I want to take these next 25 years and uh, be the best dad and granddad I can possibly be. And I need to be up there to do that. 
And whatever time my mom and I have left, she could outlive me for all I know. Um, I want to be the best son I can be. I've already been the best dad I could, I'm legally allowed to be for my son here for the last 16 years. I've done my best. I've never been late to pick him up. I've never missed anything unless there was a really, really good reason for it. And you could really count in 16 years on your half of one hand the times I've screwed up, you know, picking him up or being late or any of that stuff. I've been nice. I've been respectful. I've been as good of a dad as I can possibly damn well be. Legally, of course, because I'm half-time dad, and that sucks, but it's whatever. I'm glad he has a great family on that side, but selfishly, I wish that it was me and him traveling the country together and just having fun and you know, showing him the world and showing him what I do and making him a part of it, and I've done that. He has two TV shows on the side TV, Father, Son, Spooky Ghost, the paranormal show that he and I do together, and he's got his own BB Axe show where we've been all over the country doing fun stuff. I wanted to do one more episode with him before he's, you know, too cool to do it, but I don't think, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Dude, you can really set out and map out and plan out everything you want to do in life and and have expectations on how you want things to go, whether you're a dad or not, or just a business owner or whatever it is. And it's never going to go that way. That's what parenting is, man. You do your best and <laughs> you hope your best is good enough. I love this kid, man. He's, he's my everything. He really is. And he'll always be. But I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel wanted here. I feel out of place here. I'm bored here. Michigan is where I'm from. Michigan is my blood. Michigan is where my roots. My mom is there. Her husband, Ron, is there. I can be there for them if I'm up there. And like I said, I can build and make up for decades of missed time with my daughter. And for the rest of my life, I can be a granddad to Chance, who is the coolest little kid I've met since you know my son was a little kid. Did I not tell you that this is my therapy? (laughs) This podcast is really not for you. It's not for anybody. And I'm glad that we've had over a thousand people listen to just about every episode. A little under, a little over at times. That's crazy to me. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the questions, which I'll get to here in a second. Um, Man, I'm just... uh, I don't really... I'm not a dramatic person. I don't put my problems on other people. I, I don't need help. But I'm very grateful that I have a platform like this, the Brandon Bishop podcast and you know the Asai TV life and things like that. To the, so I don't need to go find <laughs> professional help. I can just talk it out here. If you want to partake and you want to interact, cool. But again, it's just me sitting here alone talking. And I think I need to hear myself say some of these things. Like I am pissed off at my developer. I am pissed off at the book publishers. And if, it, if they catch wind of this, cool. Come at me and talk to me. If you want to throw fists or something, throw fists with me. Whatever. 
You know what I mean? And like, I'm old school, man. I, I miss the days where we could just beat the shit out of each other to solve problems. Now, if you kick the shit out of somebody, they come back with a gun or something. Like this, it, society is so weak and pathetic. And again, I'm embarrassed to be in a human. I'm embarrassed to be on earth. I'm embarrassed to be in this country. I just want to be out in the middle of nowhere. And then, you know, honestly, this, this Michigan move, I have options. I'm thinking about just buying a couple acres of land, maybe just an acre of land with, you know, power and water on it, whatever, and just parking my van there or the next van that I get and is living in that or building a tiny home. That is right up my alley right there. Are you kidding me? An acre of land with a tiny home right in the middle of it? Maybe a little, you know, garage, like a little cover garage where I can park whatever van I'm driving underneath that. And when I'm at home, you know, my cattle have a home. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, that's, uh, that's perfect for me. It really is. Or do I just maybe get an office building and have a studio for a side TV and an office for a side TV and then put a little apartment in there? I can do that too. Neither one of those things are all that expensive. Or do I buy a house and settle down? <laughs> I could still travel. I could still do the, but then I got all the, I don't want to mow a lawn. I don't want to fix my washer and dryer. You know, I just don't want to do that shit. Okay. I just, I don't want those kind of responsibilities. I'm not wired for that kind of lifestyle. Maybe you are. I am not. <sighs> I do need a place to put my cat. So what's most likely going to happen is if I can't find a little acre of land that I can just stay at and start building a little tiny home or something or just buy one and have one put on the land, if I can't do that, I'll probably just get an apartment, something cheap near my mom, something easy for my cat, just a place to hang my hat. How about that? Probably get fat. I don't know what to do. I don't. And I like that, actually. I like that big question mark in my future. I don't like things planned out for me. I don't like knowing everything that's going to happen, especially when I'm on the road. You never know what's going to happen, good, bad, ugly, or awesome. You just never know what that next mile is going to bring you. And I'm looking at this move to Michigan in the same light where it's my ideal thing would have a little tiny house in the middle of an acre of land that I own. And leave me the F alone. I'll start building a fence. <laughs> like, I'll put no trespassing signs all around it. Stay the hell out of my shit. And um, I think that would be great. I really do. Have a bunch of land I can just do stuff on. You know, make little uh, studio things here and there. I, I also like the office building. Even though it's, you know, I'd be sleeping in a commercial district, which would suck because I hate loud people and probably be in a strip or something like that where, you know, there's other businesses there, but I'm only home for two weeks. And especially at this point, I'm only going to be home for maybe less than that. I just need a place to hang my hat. My mom can watch the cat, you know, and it's, I don't know. I got a lot of questions that I'm asking myself that only I can answer. And only time will tell. And we got to get past this cold ass week. We got to get past these holidays, get into the new year and start mapping this thing out. And one of the things that I'm doing in 2023 
is a whole new thing, brother, uh, brothers and sisters. It's a whole new thing. And this is something else my developer is supposed to be a part of, but I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick him to the curb on this because I can get this done myself. It'll cost me a lot more. It's whatever. I'm building a travel app. It'll be a phone app and a, and a website, and it's going to be called the Adventure Bot. I'm using the robot from the Super Ultra Megacon because he's so cool. I got a 3D printed one right here that's amazing. And I love it so much that I'm taking that logo. I'm throwing away the Super Ultra Megacon forever. And I'm going to concentrate on the Adventure Bot, B-O-T, the Adventure Bot travel app. Now, what this will be is a comprehensive travel app for every major city and state in the nation and then maybe after that, it's going to be a year's worth of work, okay? I'm not even going to get started on this thing till January. I don't want to think about it till then. I'm just kind of mapping things out and picking the categories. It'll be restaurants and bars and health and beauty places, gyms and desserts and museums, like everything in every city. And those places will pay us a very, very minimal fee, like 6 to $7, uh, to be in our listings and all their information. There's featured spots. There's generators for date nights and you know generators for, hey, I'm in travel generators. Hey, I'm in Cleveland. What should I do? Um, it's uh, a massive undertaking. It's going to take me all of 2023 to build it. And I do believe that uh, it'll be great. Between that and Asai TV and other things I have going on, those are my multiple streams of income. Those are going to keep me on the road, and those are going to let me live whatever life I want to live. I'm already doing good. This will make sure that I'm doing great, and everybody attached to it. My daughter's going to be a part of it. Uh, I have other people that are going to be a part of it. I think I'll put my mom in charge of the books because she's smart as hell with that kind of stuff. Even her husband, Ron, is a genius at you know, keeping track of things like that. And there's a lot, it'll be thousands and thousands of business to keep track of, make sure their payments are coming through, make sure everything's good. Um, so there's going to be a team involved with this. This will be probably the biggest thing I've ever done. And I'm very excited about it and, uh, look for it. It'll be on iOS. It'll be on Android. It'll be on everything. The, uh, adventure bot travel app, and we're going to make it fun. It's going to be not just some travel app that's confused. I have all the travel apps. I do. I'm not talking like Priceline and Orbitz. And so I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about looking for flights and hotels and everything. No, I'm not talking about any of that crap. I'm talking about people like me who hop in their vehicles or find themselves in a town and they're like, what is there to do? This app will tell you what there is to do. Simple as that. There'll be hundreds of options for every city in various categories. And it's going to be badass, people. It's going to be awesome. The logo's already badass. It's already made. Um, I just have to get the inner workings done. It's going to be a huge app with a ton of information and everything. So I'm excited to get started. My pocketbook is going to be very empty for this entire year because of this. And it is what it is. You got to throw money to make money, right? And that's what's going to happen. I did that with this event. I was hoping this event would financially springboard the Super Ultra Mega Con. I was hoping that would financially springboard this travel app. Uh, that's the whole reason I did it, besides to raise money for charities and things like that. But my selfish reason was to do that, and it didn't happen. So here I am, <laughs> again, starting from scratch, and it is what it is. So... I'm excited. I hope you are too. Uh, it's not out yet. Don't look for it, but it will be soon and you'll definitely know. Anyway, 
That's my 2023. A move to Michigan, getting a side TV back to where it needs to be, filming, 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 travel, 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 a side TV life on YouTube, and the Adventure Bot travel app. So much fun. I've got mail from you people. And yes, I said you people. It's uh, been a long time since I've read your questions. And of course, this, this isn't like letters in the mail. This is just like messages and texts and things like that I've gotten. I'm not going to read them all <clears throat> um, because I just don't want to. But <laughs> I will get to some of them. Um, oh, I already t- I already covered number one, so even less. Um Somebody wrote in, Jen wrote in, Chicken Snake, Chupacabra Cow link still doesn't work on Amazon. Any updates? Uh, I've already talked about that. No, I don't have any updates because the person doing it is not doing it. So uh, maybe when he figures out how to do his job and uh, does what he's been paid to do, maybe at that point, or maybe he he hears this and gets pissy and then doesn't want to do it. Again, don't play the victim, dude. Do your job, and then we're all happy. Simple as that. I don't want to call you out. I like you but you suck at your job, okay? Don't suck. Get the job done. Put chicken steak and chupacabra cow on Amazon like you promised. And here I go. I'm raising my voice again. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Uh, number two. John wants to know, my God, I can't read my own. Oh, where's the new Stephen Piercy show? It's not a show. We did a whole separate documentary. I already covered this too. This is all negativity stuff. Um, it's basically sitting on my computer. That's where it's at. There's an hour documentary of all brand new stuff. Not new anymore. Um, should have been released months and months and months ago, but wasn't. So I don't know if it'll ever come out. I'll probably stick it on YouTube. Uh, if people don't like it, so what? <laughs> I got to get something in return for my work, for my miles, for my money. If uh, they don't like it, then, uh, which by the way, they said they loved it. And then Nothing. <laughs> for months and then you know you say dude i've sent you the link to watch it you said you loved it can we upload it nothing for months then you get a message hey man i haven't seen anything or heard anything screenshot where i've sent it like here dude look i've sent it to you three times oh i didn't even get a no actually then you hear nothing for months then i'll reach out dude can we air this thing hello well, hey, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't approved anything. Okay, I'm done. Like, it's seriously, like, I'm just, I'm done. If I'm not important enough and all my work and miles and money are not important enough to you, then fuck it. <laughs> Simple as that. Fuck it, dude. Never meet your heroes. Uh, number three, who was your favorite person to interview? Definitely not the guy I just talked about. Uh, honestly, I had a really good interview with uh, Jacob the Carpetbagger. He's a YouTuber. He, he kind of travels around and does his own version He's been doing it for like eight years, longer than I have. Uh, but he does like a version of what I do, but just kind of like centralized on different locations and certain adventures. Like he'll go to one place and check it out. And that's the whole episode, 15 minute episode. Um, mine's a little more scattered. He does it right. I do it wrong. Uh, but like I said, I do it for a different reason. So anyway, I like him. Uh, but that's, I don't know. I, I remember interviewing Bobby Brown, the girl from the uh, Cherry Pie video. I just talked to her a couple of days ago. Um, she was a really good interview too. She was a lot of fun and, uh, God, I've done hundreds of interviews. I've actually been praised about my interview, uh, capabilities. That's cool. Whatever. Uh, it's different. Sometimes when I interview people though, I, I watch them back and I like years later and I go, God, I wish I would shut up. 
because I do talk a lot and it sometimes I focus things. What I do is I, I, I focus things on myself and my experiences and my knowledge of whatever we're talking about to set up a question for them. But sometimes I go too long and I need to make it more about the person I'm interviewing and not, you know, dig too deep into what I do or whatever. It's not about me. It's about them when you're interviewing them. And maybe nobody else sees that. Um, but I have, you know, you know, you cut off people sometimes cause I get excited and, um, and it comes off like I'm not listening to them, but I really, I really am. I just, I just want to get to that next question. And um, like I said, I do talk about myself to set up things to talk about them. That's something I need to work on. But you know, at least I admit that. Um, any more shows with Lita? Question mark. That's from Deanna. Um, she, you're talking about Lita, WWE's Lita. Amy Dumas is how I know her. Um, probably not. I talked to her about a month ago and she said she's got some adventure show or something with another network. And that's cool, man. Good for her. Um, I'm not like jealous about that at all. We had five great episodes and I'm very proud of them. I wish we could do them now because my equipment's better. I'm better. You know, our travel funds are better. Like everything's better now. So I would love to do more with Amy. Uh, she's a really cool person and it's a, it's a true honor. Like, honestly, she's, she's awesome. Um, so yeah, as far as right now, though, no, there's nothing in the works. Name something you are, what does that say? Oh, what are you proud of besides your family? Um, I think I just said it. I'm really, I, I'm proud that I get shit done and I honor my word. And that's not, a, and, and it is a jab at the people I've talked about on this episode. It's a total jab at you people. I do what I say I'm going to do. I wanted to run a Comic-Con style event, so I did. Was it a success? No. But I did it. It was a great event. If there would have been a couple thousand people there, ooh, it would have been awesome. Everyone would be praising us and we'd be planning on the next one. I tried it. It didn't go well. But I tried it. I did it. You can't say I didn't. You know what I mean? Charities made a couple hundred, a few hundred bucks. This, you know, whatever, man. We, it happened. I wanted to be a pro wrestler. I did it for 22 years. I wanted to sing in bands. I did that for even longer than that. I wanted to um, run a television network. We're going on our ninth year now, and we've got shows with awesome, awesome people, and I've been everywhere. I wanted to travel. That's all I do now. I wanted to write books. For better or worse, I'm looking at two of them right now. With more on the way, there's one online. Like I said, go to... AsaiTV.com, click on the go there, you know, subscribe, five bucks, whatever. So click on go there, eat that. You can read the go there, eat that road stories and recommendations book. I got three books out with more on the way. I'm not just sitting here singing my praises. I'm not bragging. It's just uh, that you asked what I'm proud of. And that's, uh, that's it. Besides family, of course, I'm very proud of my family, especially my mom. She's uh, a success story. And my daughter, she's finding her way. My grandson's awesome. My son, you know, even though it's not under my wing, for the most part, he, he's, he's doing his thing. I'm proud of everybody. But I'm proud of um, my work, my ability as a film person and an editor. Uh, I'm proud of my gift of gab where I can 
talk people into just about anything and talk people out of things. I'm a, a good speaker, I think. Proud of this podcast and the numbers that we've done. I'm proud of the Asai TV life, like I said, and all the adventures that I've managed to film and be a part of. It. I'm proud of so many things. I really am. So thanks for that question, actually. Uh, where are we? How's the Funko Pop collection? Obviously, you've not been following me. Um, <laughs> who is that? I didn't write his name down. Um, haven't been following me closely. That Funko Pop collection has been gone forever. I have, like, I have an autographed Iron Sheik one that's probably worth a lot. It's a Chase, whatever, Iron Sheik one. I've got some of the ones that I made at the Funko Pop headquarters in uh, Washington State. And I've got a couple other ones that I don't even know why I have them. Like a little uh, Wesley from a Princess Bride, a Mick Foley one, whatever. And those are out of the box. I got rid of everything. I've sold them for whatever and to whomever, and they've been gone forever. And yeah. So the Funko Pop collection's not going well. <laughs> and here's a question I get every single freaking time, and I don't know why. Is this from a guy or a girl? I don't care. Are you still single? Yes. Um, I'm sure it's like a joke question at this point. It's probably the same person I ask every time. I just, uh, I don't, yeah, I have time. Do I date occasionally? Uh, I'm not a, you know, big one night stand guy anymore. I'm just really alone most of the time getting my shit done and setting myself up for the next stage of life. And that's, you know, Michigan, that's the travel app. That's, you know, a TV. That's, the books, that's the aside TV life. That's the YouTube show. It's, it's everything. And you know, my daughter, my grandson being there for my mom and it's, where can I fit a full time? I love you relationship. You know, let's build a future together. Where can I fit that? I can't. So I'm not going to try. It wouldn't be fair to the person I'm dating. It wouldn't be fair to me. It wouldn't be fair to everything I'm trying to accomplish. Just unless I can, again, unless I've said this before, if I can find somebody who can add to all that stuff, hey, I would love to live in a van with you. Let's buy a big van together. Hey, let's travel nonstop. Hey, let's get a house in Michigan by your mom. If I could find that. Hey, I know how to edit. I know how to film things. I know how to, you know, let's do a podcast together. Let's write books together. If I could find that person who I'm pretty sure doesn't exist, um, then yeah, da, 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 let's walk down that aisle, baby. Woo. Um, I'll put a ring on that finger immediately. Trust me. You're not getting away. Um, but like I said, I don't think that person exists. So anyway, that's enough, man. We're at a buck 25 going on a buck 26. As far as time here, I usually like to keep these around, you know, 60 minutes, but, um, yeah, we're about a half hour over that. So I don't want to keep any more of your time. Go out, live your life, document your life, have fun. You only get 80 years to play on this little float, tiny floating blue rock in the middle of an endless universe. And then you turn to dust and the lights are out. People, live your freaking life. My name is Brandon Bishop. Sorry to bitch so much on this episode uh, right before the holidays. It's whatever. Uh, again, this is my therapy. This is where I come to bitch because I don't complain and cause drama and yell and fight in real life. I just work. So thank you for listening to uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly here on the Brandon Bishop Podcast. And we will catch you next week. Bye.